land to give a damn. I'm your host, Lindsay Evans. Hi, kiddos. That's right, it's me. I'm back and somewhat well. I wouldn't say I'm all the way well. I had a little hip procedure. And by that, I do not mean plastic surgery on my hip, although that's what I've been telling people. So, the secret's safe between us. No, I had an injection done um, because I wanted an anti-aging treatment in my hip. It's called PRP, and it's a plasma injection, which, by the way, I said... Would you mind like saving a little because I'm going to bring my microdermabrasion tool and I just want to like pat some of the blood you're taking out of my butt cheek into my face. What do you think? Just kidding. They took the, the blood from my arm. So jokes on them. Um, they said no, but um, I did. I was a gimp. I was a limp gimp. And God bless the Wes Evans. He uh, took off, you know, some hours during the workday to drive me there and drive me back and uh he got a little queasy during the procedure and i said are you freaking kidding me and i think all wives can relate to that you know it's we really hold down the fort more ways than one um so but anyways so the day after i had no idea what it would be like they said it would be painful and i like to think i have a decently high pain tolerance but i can also be a complete wimp so to each their own um in which case uh Wes was like you're being pretty tough but at one point I was making sexual sounds on the table during the injection against my own will I was just yelping uncontrollably um and felt very self-conscious afterwards like what did I just what just came out of there oops um it's a very exposing experience because you know, I was in a car accident. I was hit by two other people. So that's why I'm getting this after two years. I'm trying to uh, alleviate the pain. And this is a way of avoiding having surgery. So it's not covered by insurance. Hashtag thank you, America. And um, it's real expensive. And so I was putting it off for a while. But I finally decided to bite the bullet because, you know, I am... I'm not Wonder Woman. I am damn close, but I can't do it all. And I can't really have a bum hip if I'm going around dressing people in clothing, mainly because of putting on their shoes. That deep squat to put on a client's shoes that I have to do is like yowza. So um, went through this procedure, was almost fainted, and I yelped on the table. It was highly embarrassing. They had my butt cheeks out. I mean, I was glad I got a bikini wax, I'll tell you that much, and, um, but I'm feeling better, and now I can walk, but not for long, which has been a nice reprieve, if I'm being honest, but I am insanely concerned about, A, the holidays, how is it all going to get done, you know? I mean, there's only one Santa's elf in this helm, and we know who that is. We know that she has a lady parts. We'll put it that way. Also, I'm just thinking the holidays are when I really kind of indulge more than I usually do. And I mean, it, it's not been good. Everything's not been good. Because with the COVID, I haven't been sleeping and, you know, uh, the late night snack. It's just I'm not starting off well. And then to also not be allowed to work out for two weeks is like, yikes better take it easy and with that I'm gonna have some more wine okay so um I you may have noticed in my intro that I said hey kiddos and it may have been hard to hear because I am a soft talker as you can tell from me screaming at you every week um but I said kiddos because I have realized that I am not one anymore and that was a tough thing to come to grips with and when I realized that um I was on my shoe yes I do not slow down my business due to my personal wellness and that's another reason I'm in therapy but anyways um yes I had a photo shoot with this floral company it was really fun and I had these two helpers on set one's my assistant that's worked for me for a while she's 21 and the other one is sort of like a girl in high school who I you know know her mom and um 
she's she's interested in majoring in fashion and she's 17 so she's thinking about where she's going to go to college and whatever and my current assistant is um 21 and she's got a fashion major as well as other things and so I thought oh you should come because this would be a great experience for you okay so anyways you know, I'm cracking jokes during the day, trying to make it more fun, trying to make everyone comfortable. I mean, uh, say what you will. I woke up at 5 a.m. I'm sorry I'm not at my wittiest on set, people. But I'm talking to these kids, and I bring up the Timothy Chalamet and the Harry Styles. And um, I say, like, what is with you girls and liking these these young string cheese boys? Like, I'm just not getting it. They're like, uh, we love, like... We love a really, like, beautiful face, like, a really, de- like, really defined features. That's what they told me. And the first thing that popped into my mind is Khloe Kardashian's new chin. Because her new chin is defining a whole new feature. It is a world of difference. And I saw it on the Instagram or the, yeah, I saw it on the Instagram, I believe. And it's prominent. It's prominent. It can't be unseen. So I kind of understood what they meant, but I thought I wasn't attracted to Khloe Kardashian's chin. Therefore, I'm probably not attracted to really distinguished features. Um, so that was the first thing. I couldn't relate to the boy. I said, you know, back in my day, back in the old days, and I was making a joke, like expecting everyone to laugh. And the girls were looking at me totally seriously, like, uh-huh, go on. I'm like, listen, you bitches. I'm still hip, okay? Anyway, so... And, like, back in my day, it was all about the Abercrombie and the buff. And they're like, yeah, we like that, too. But it's, like, it's kind of cool to be, like, you know, like, like, hip. Like a hipster. And, like, you know, just, like, trendy. I like trendy boys, they're saying. Trendy boys. I mean, Wes Evans is trendy, but I wouldn't call him a hipster. Anyway, she tells me, on her drive, we've got, we're driving miles and miles and miles together. And my assistant tells me, she says, um, yeah, I just like would never want to be with a guy who um, like tells me, you know, that I can't spend money or I said, well, that's not going to be a problem. You know, you're attracted to a trendy string tease man. So they're not going to tell you what to do much. I've, you know, I've seen some things in my day and I think you're going to be safe from being a prisoner of an overbearing man. So cheers. Cheers to her. Cheers to her and her future. Okay, so then the other one, the younger one, the 17-year-old, who I know listens to this, and I just want to say, this is your moment to shine. Um, She says, (laughs) so as the day goes on, you know, I'm looking for things. I'm so scattered because I haven't done a shoot in a long time, and my kits are a mess, and I'm looking for things, and I'm setting things down. I don't know where things are. And by the way, do you think I sleep much before having to wake up at 5 a.m.? No, I don't. Because all I'm worried about is, am I going to wake up at 5 a.m.? Is that actually something I'm going to be able to do? Because all through the COVID, these Lena sleeping patterns are freaking, you know, they're like constellations. They're goddamn all over the place. So I say, you know, so I, I mean, but she's never seen me before. I just seem like a chaotic, you know, apparently middle-aged woman to her. And so, <laughs> so she says to me, Oh, well, so I'm saying to her, I'm like, oh, Shiza, Shiza Penente. And they both start hysterically laughing. And she goes, oh, my God, my dad says that. And I'm like, jaw agape, jaw agape. And it's like, she's the sweetest. And it was so funny. And then I brought this up to her like the next hour and the next day. So by the time she hears this, she's going to be real over me. She will probably never want to assist me again. But um, I, it's just too good not to share. I'm sorry. This, I, I could run with this for years. Anyway, so she says, uh, I'm like, uh, rude. Okay, well, now you made me feel geriatric and I have to leave the room. And they're still talking about how hysterical that is that I said that. and I'm, Or something. I don't know. They're talking. Now they're talking shit. And I'm like, you guys, I can hear you. I'm, <laughs> I'm right outside the room. <sighs> God. Anyway. Now, I've been at home looking at new hairstyles to cut my hair to make myself look more mature. Because I'm like, and so later that day, okay, so later that day, I'm going to a, to a store to return some of the clothes that I pulled for the job. And here's what I'm wearing, okay? I'm wearing a bl- light blue beanie from 
Nordstrom. Yes, I'm going to give outfit creds because why not? Then I'm wearing like a streetwear top that I made into a crop top at 6 a.m. It's a long story, but sometimes I get wildly creative when I'm just insanely tired. Um, And so I was cutting a crop top, cutting, cutting. You know when you're starting to cut a t-shirt and like one side's uneven? It's like doing your eyeliner. You keep messing it up and then you have to keep going back and adding more and adding more. And then sooner or later you have a black lid. Same thing with the crop top. I'm like cutting more and more and more. And I'm like, oh, this is more of my tummy that I wanted to show. But here we are. So and then I had it was like a street. It sort of looked like a skate, a boy's like skateboarding tee that was like cut right above the navel tastefully okay and I don't have a a belly button piercing because um well because I'm not a kid so I don't have that and Greta would never allow it um she would never allow that when it was very cool to do when all the girls were doing it in middle school for the Britney Spears she said you'll thank me one day and that is true I do thank her I appreciate that very much that I don't have this you know torn labrum hanging from my belly button honestly then the rest of my body is draped in Alexander Wang jogger jeans, okay? And if you've seen The Real Housewives lately at Beverly Hills, ladies, uh, they have been part of the Wang gang. And that is where Alexander Wang sends them product. And they take photos of themselves. And by that, I mean their child slaves and or assistants take photos of them. Um fully draped in Wang. And Dorit's done it. Lisa Rinna's done it. Erica Jane, who's no longer Girardi, RIP, that's not looking good, um, has done it. And and now uh, Lino, myself, I have done it as well. And I'm, you know, I may not be featured, but I feel that I am part of the gang. So I'm wearing that. And then I'm wearing some Puma sneakers, which was not my best work. I could have done a better sneak. I actually have those black like faux Balenciaga um, sock sneakers that would have been such a cuter look. But I was traveling light. Okay, I wanted to bring one pair of shoes. And, uh, you know, I can only do so much for the fashions. And already this crop top was a lot for me. I'm like, can I try a new pair of shoes that I don't usually wear on set? I don't think so. So here we are. And so later that day, I'm going to the store. I'm returning the clothes from the boutique because it's loaned to me. And I'm bringing in bags and bags. So I run into this other stylist who I know of. And she she and I have never met before. <laughs> and so she comes up and introduces herself to me. But we've both been recognized in similar you know, publications and stuff. And um, so our paths have kind of crossed in press-related things in the area. But not in person and so she comes up and introduces herself to me which was such a relief because I'm so shy with new people I was like stressed I'm like is she gonna be rude to me if I say hi should I say hi do I act like I know her name what you know I mean it was like a beautiful mind going on many post-its in my head so anyway um she's like Lindsay I'm x y and z and I, I, you're, she's like, you're so cool. I'm like, thank you. Anyway, we get to talk, or you're so, I don't know what she said. You're so, you're so, you look so cute or something. I don't know. Something, something nice. She was very nice. And I really like vibed with her and stuff, but she, she's wearing, she looks great. She's wearing like a beautiful coat. She's got her two year old daughter who's like dressed like a little French Parisian, Parisian child. And I'm like, but she's got the energy of a boy. And I'm like, that child is my spirit animal. I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be real with you. She's like throwing a fire truck across the boutique. I'm like, right on, sister. We run the world, girls. So, uh, we're talking. I'm following her as she's chasing her daughter around the store, and she looks insane. She's got this beautiful, like, dramatic opera coat on. It's stunning. Uh, like a beautiful sweater, huge earrings. I, I, this always shocks me about DC. I don't know when I'll ever get over it. Is that everyone dresses so elegantly, like for everything. Like there's no such thing as like dressing down and rip stuff. And I, literally, my whole wardrobe is like basically shreds of material. I mean, I don't. I barely have jeans that aren't shredded. Okay, so she sees me in my hip hop bebop look, and she's like, I mean, you're. She's like when did you move here and asking about my whole story and I'm like trying to explain which is chaos and I'm like yeah I met my husband and she's like well you're much I mean you're much younger than me and I'm thinking oh here we go again so first I'm too old 
now I'm dressing too young. I think she's assuming I'm much unless it's the Botox kids, unless it's the great Botox. I think she's assuming that I'm much younger because of my hip hop bebop look. And so with all this said, I realize that I'm not cool enough to be with the young kids and I'm dressing too young for the cool older kids. And so I go home and I start Googling pics of Jesse James Decker. And I say to myself, it's time for a haircut. And I have a hair appointment tomorrow. And it's going to be a game time decision. Now, do I think I'll chop off all my hair? Wes approved it, which I wouldn't need his approval anyway. But it's possible. It's going to be a game time decision. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who I want to be in 2021. I kind of feel like shed 2020, you know? But then I also feel like, but you can only have long hair for so long. And I feel like now is my time, you know? Anyway, um, all that to say, when she found out I was 33, because I'm explaining like, oh, I moved back here when I was 21, 29. I'm 33 now. She's like, oh, I'm 35. And then it's like she did the math in her head and it kind of came across her face like, you're 33? Because I think she thought I was 26, which I would normally be flattered by, but I think it was insulting a little bit because of the assumption. And she didn't mean it insulting. It's just like, I mean, I go into the Forever 21 and I identify. That's what that is. And now I am a stylist who is dressing myself inappropriately. I'm having an identity crisis. Complete identity crisis. I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to start, like, you know, buying Vera Bradley and, you know, have ho- hosting hosting Tupperware parties or something because I, apparently I need to make myself older. I'm going to get rid of my little Jeep Wrangler and I'm going to buy a Grand Cherokee. Um, I'm going to get baby lights instead of highlights. I'm going to cut off all my hair and I'm going to wear, you know, just a watch. And I don't mean an eye watch. I mean, like, a classic watch. No jewelry, just a watch. Oh, boy. Dismal. Dismal, I tell you. Well, speaking of going into stores, there's this novel thing that we can do lately here. And I, not all places can do it, so I don't take it for granted. I, I, I lap it up like it is truffle soup, uh, caviar soup, when we can go into stores. And we can here in D.C., Virginia. Well, I don't know about D.C., but in Virginia we can. And we can go to stores, and so... I was paranoid before this hip procedure, like, yo, you are not going to be able to move. You better get some crafts to keep your little Santa elf ass busy. And so I, I, I take a whole day. I'm like, no problem. We're going to Michael's. We're going to Target. We're going to Home Goods. And I didn't make it to Home Goods because I'm going to tell you why. Because I go to Michael's and... I get all this stuff. I, get, I had high hopes. I got, I you know, I dropped two hundo. I don't want to brag, but I did drop too much. And I was like, I'm going to return it, which I am. I am going to return some of it. And why am I justifying this to you? It's none of your business. I'll buy whatever I want. Thanks. But I bought some shit. Okay, that's the point. And I'm checking out and I get this man, very nice man, not very friendly, but I mean, good enough. And it's the holidays, you know, who knows what's going on in people's lives. And I don't like to judge right now, especially. I mean, I do like to judge, but just like not people that work at Michael's. So, well, but, I, but I'm about to, so roll with it. Anyway, um, this man appears, he seems, okay, this was my first impression. And I know, don't judge a book by its cover, but he seems perhaps like he was an ex-inmate who, you know, no shade. People make mistakes. Just look at Kim Kardashian. She's freeing, uh, you know, the prisoners. And I consider myself much like her. So this is basically a very similar experience. He appeared to have maybe some nerve damage or something, some sort of impairment that was keeping him from being able to grab things like with his hands very well. And I just have to say, you know, if you're working, if you're in, I love that people employ people with different challenges and different ability, you know, disabilities. And it's not about someone with disabilities, you know, 
not being good enough or something. I completely sympathize with people with disabilities. And I think it's great that they can be out there doing things. But perhaps you should not work at a craft store if, you know, you have a motor skill disability with your hands. Because, here's why, because... I say this delicately and with all all love in my heart because there's a ton of little things you have to grab, okay? There's like ribbon and stickers and it's like thin, like hard to grip things. And if you don't have great fine motor skills, this is going to take a while. And he didn't want really to grab things at all. I didn't really want to take them out of the basket. I mean, when I say, have you guys ever seen the movie Zootopia? I don't even know if it's out. I didn't even know the movie existed until Jeff sent me a video of it. I watched this video and it was truly hilarious. And I feel like I need to get back into cartoons. I mean, what am I doing? What am I doing wrong? I should, I should, you know what? I should start doing a cartoon episode. Apparently this movie Zootopia is hilarious. I've heard, um... What's that other one? What's that other? Moana? I, for, I love that freaking song. I love the shit out of that song for Moana. But, uh, so he has the fine motor school issue. And I, I mean, we're, we're looking at a 30 minute checkout and I've got a basket, guys. Uh, I'm counting the things for him. I'm flipping it over. He's confused. So anyway, it's like the sloth from Zootopia. And that then tells his co-worker and then the co-worker's like the sloth from Zootopia and they're just moving truly glacially and I'm like don't lose this is the kind of thing where when I pent up all my emotions and I um I'm not at my personal best because I'm dealing with other things in my personal life I have a I have a terrible habit of taking it out on someone like a valet driver or this little instance that is so not important but it's like an outlet and it's terrible it's a terrible quality and I'm I really haven't done it in a while but I'm so I'm actively working to tell myself not to do that and have compassion and and stuff so I do that okay I finally get through it I finally get through it I'm walking to the door and I what do I see so this man catches my eye not because he's attractive no no and I don't even notice other men love you Wes anyway he is sniffing a candle. And, you know, he's a well-dressed man. But there is nothing more emasculating than seeing a man sniff different candles. It is truly appalling. And, like, ever want to get a chick? Don't ever get caught sniffing a candle because that is true. I mean, you know what? That's what a trendy guy would do. That's, those are the trendy boys. They're sniffing candles. Okay. The guys in my day, they're not sniffing candles. They're they're usually throwing them, like, across the room into a wall, you know, when they're mad at me. But that's a tale for another time. Okay. So then, after Michael's, by the way, big day. Big day. I was exhausted. After that, I go to Target. And I'm like, now I'm really living. Ooh, steam heat. I'm like, should I get groceries? Should I get tampons? I'm like... What can I buy to feel happiness? I'm like, I said to Wes, I got to get out of this house. I'm, I need to buy my joy. And he's like, I understand. Please leave. So anyway, <laughs> actually, that reminds me of a story. Today, I went on a walk with a girlfriend and he was like, and he's been dropping me off and driving me places like to the dog park and stuff because the dog can't pull me and like walking, like I can't walk from my house to her house and stuff. And so he's been driving and picking me up and <laughs> He, I said, I'm done. Um, we're done. Like, can you come get me? And he's like, already? Question mark. And I read her that. And like, it wasn't until I read it out loud that we were both laughing. Like, <laughs> like apparently he needs a little reprieve from yours truly. And I am a lot. It's, it's, it's really no lie. I am a lot. So I'm at the Target and I'm thinking, what can I do? Well, before I go down for my huge surgery, which wasn't a surgery. But for my huge, you know, endeavor, I have to, I have to get all the freaking ornaments. I have to get all of our holiday storage taken care of. Now, why this was a priority to me, it's extremely menial on my list of things that actually needs to get done right now. But my friend told me recently that 
really successful people tend to procrastinate and hyper-focus on, like, one main thing that is so non-essential. Um, and I forget the rest of it, but you kind of get the idea. It's, try to grasp it. Look it up. I don't know. You don't come here for the research. You know that. So, so... I'm like, I've got to get the storage. I just won't feel settled that the storage isn't in place, you know? And why I decided to do this, who knows? Because I'm thinking I won't be able to move for a while. Like, I won't be able to move bins for a while. Now, do, am I really the one moving the bins? God, no. You know? That's what husbands are for. So, I buy um, I buy the bins, and I don't measure anything. I, never, I don't believe in measuring. I believe in eyeing it. And that can go one of two ways. And for me, this time, it went very positively. So I get the I get the bins and I get a bunch of other things, um, overly ambitious ideas and probably a lot of things that I'll return. But I get some things and I'm stoked about it. And I go to checkout and I say, um, you know what? There's this rack to hold the bins in the bin section to the girl, super great girl at the Target. I'm like very helpful over there at the Skyline, delightful. If you guys want to be a sponsor, let me know. Uh, and she's like, okay, I'll get someone. Well, it's another woman. And I'm like, okay, well, if we're just going to get, I mean, I know that girls can do anything, but now I feel like, well, I could have done that myself. Like, I don't, I, it's okay. Like, you don't need to help me, you know? Such a chick move. And so, but this woman happens to be Muslim. And the only way I know that is because she's wearing the traditional headscarf, which I'm now forgetting the name of, but you guys know what I mean. Uh, a hijab. There it is, a hijab. And so she's wearing the hijab. So anyway, I tell, I describe where it is. She, of course, can find it because she's a woman. If, if it were a man, you know, I'd have to walk there and, like, point it directly out because they wouldn't look behind anything. They'd look in one aisle, come back, and be like, I didn't see it. Anyway, she finds it. She lifts it herself. She's got this, uh, she's got this device. It's, I've heard, it's like a, um, what is it like? It's like a cart. Yeah, it's like a cart that's like a, it's like those carts at Home Depot that are like platforms where you just like, whatever, you get it. Who cares? So she has that. She comes back. She's like, sorry, that took so long. I'm like, no worries, boo. Like, I appreciate your help. She's like, well, I'm like, I got it. Like, just, you know, no worries. I got it. Like, feeling just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous for getting the help. By the way, I'm driving the Audi. I'm not driving my Jeep. So it's like, I have a sedan. And now she's got to fit this rack in the sedan. And I'm like, I don't want you to do it. Anyway. Moving right along, she she's like, no, 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 I'll come with you. Where's your car? I go down the wrong aisle for the car, and at this particular parking lot, you can't cut through. So now we have to go like, all the way up toward the exit and then all the way back down because, you know, I don't have the best memory, and I blame it on my parasite. But we go up and down. We finally get to the car, okay? She's with me the whole time, watching me the whole way, and... She's shorter than me. She has smaller hands than me. I mean, she's probably five foot. So that's something I should have said in the beginning. She, maybe, maybe not even. She might be four nine. And by the way, I learned as a as a hostess at Carabas that four eight is a legal midget in the state of Virginia. And so she's one, maybe one step up from a legal midget <laughs> or or little person. I'm sorry. I think that word is incorrect now. Um. So she's one step up, and I'm thinking, this petite woman is probably not, I, I'm just taking a guess, I'm probably a little bit more svelte. Well, I know I'm more svelte, even than some men at fitting things in my in the cars. And second of all, I'm probably stronger than this this tiny Tim. But I, you know, I, she, she's insistent upon doing it, and I'm like... <laughs> This is why you don't ask for help. Why didn't I just put it at the bottom of my cart? Because then it ends up taking 35 times longer. Let's not forget, I've already dealt with some fine motor skill issues over there at the Michaels, and I chose to let that go because I'm a Christian. And so so she's wedging this thing in the car, and instead of, like, anyone who's loaded anything in a car knows, okay? If you've, if you've got a big package and you have a car, Okay, do you put the package and it's and it's a big rectangle and the back seat is full. Okay, do you put the rectangle up top sitting on the seat so that it blocks your 
side view and your rear view or do you put it on the floor so it sits a little lower and you may have a little more viewing capacity hmm? what do you do yeah you put it on the floor so it gets the fuck out of your way and so she is trying to put it on the seat and I'm like you know I think I'm saying it really nice you is I'm actively telling myself be nice be patient be nice be patient I say, would you mind, um, I think it, I think it might fit a little bit better if you put it on the floor. And she's like, okay, well now she's practically on all fours, like she's playing Twister, getting this thing down. She's, I mean, her body, she literally doesn't have the body mass index to push this thing from the cushioned seat to the floor. And I was like, please let me help you and you know we're supposed to socially distance so god it's like the same shit at the dog park it's like god only if my dog attacks yours am i allowed to come close to it because then i'll be close to you you know (sighs) so long story short after she lives in the car she wiggles her whole body behind it she's basically like doing you know a tough mutter to like push this thing down to the ground um like a spartan race you know and it's an obstacle course a, a battlefield and she's got it down in the car and she says, okay. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. I'm so sorry. That was so much trouble and whatever. She's like, no worries. All good. And I'm like, okay, well, Merry Christmas. And she just walks away. And I'm like, Lino, I don't think the Muslims celebrate Christmas. And I could be wrong. I should look it up. I'm not going to. I don't want to know. You know, ignorance is bliss. I don't want to know. She didn't say anything, and I feel that I I told a Muslim happy Merry Christmas. I didn't say happy holidays, which I always say. What is wrong with me? I don't know. Well, I looked it up. I couldn't I couldn't help myself. I had to educate myself and and the youths um, that I mentor, which apparently, as I stated earlier, I'm not one anymore. Um, so, so. When I Googled, do Muslims celebrate Christmas? That was the number one Google question about Muslims. It populated, you guys. Okay? Anyway, they follow a lot of traditions. They believe Mary is like the greatest woman in the world and Jesus is a prophet. So I'm not, I didn't really do anything that bad, I guess. So there was 10 minutes of your day that I ruined. Okay, moving right along. Wes and I, I guess this episode is about me. I'm not trying to be self-centered. I just have a lot to get off my chest. Um, so a couple weeks ago, I told, I told Wes, I said, honey, I'm losing my mind. And he said, I agree. And (laughs) sorry. Okay. And he said, I agree. And I said, I got to get a getaway. And anyway, one of our friends had credits to St. Michael's, um, in a Perry cabin, which if you haven't been go, it is so gorgine, so gorgina. Totally worth a visit. Super chill, quiet, great food in the city. And it's just a really easy getaway from Northern Virginia. It's an hour and a half. Delightful. So I go, we go, and, uh, you know, we're. it's clear that we're both really needing this just change of scenery. It's like not even spending, I mean, we've had a lot of time together. It's not about spending time together. It's more about, it's more about like connecting and, you know, all the therapy shit. And so... Uh, I'm just like, I'm literally just trying not to like jump off my house. Okay. Was that rude? I, I didn't mean it that seriously. Okay. Anyway. So, you know, uh, while we're there, the news, there's a couple of Bravo news things that break. I'm going to try and, I'm going to try and weave in some celebrity stuff, but that's not really what I'm here for today. Okay. It'll, it'll come next week. Don't you worry. So Bronwyn has come out as a lesbian. Well, that isn't very interesting news. Uh, Jojo is now hosting The Bachelor for a time being, and I feel that it's pulling attention to have another woman in the room with a woman. I think she'd be great on the Matt, what's his name, Matt Jones, the new Bachelor um, season. I think she'd probably be great at that, but, like, everyone's obsessed with Jojo. I'm like, she's all right. Like, what's the big deal? Why is everyone so into Jojo? Like, I don't get it. And I know the sports agent that... um, repped Jordan when he and Jojo met and I'm just going to give you a little inside gossip that um Jordan was not all about it uh 
first. Well, I mean, why would anyone be? They meet for six weeks. So that's not even hot gossip. Who cares? Okay, Jax got fired from Vanderpump Rules. We don't care. They're going to have a pregnancy show. We all know that. And don't be stupid. I don't think, I, I wonder what that concept will look like because to me, it seems challenging. And I feel like it's just going to be like watching assholes like go to, you know, baby Bambini and um, buy Gucci for their kids. And, uh, you know, if I wanted to see that, I'd have kids of my own. Okay. Um, and then also Chriselle from Selling Sunset. And, you know, she was recently on Dancing with the Stars. And it was rumored that Gleb from Dancing with the Stars, who was accused of having multiple affairs on his wife and... He was also Erica Jane's partner on Dancing with the Stars a couple seasons ago. It was rumored that he was having an affair. So a lot of people thought it was Chriselle, and then other people thought it was Erica Jane. I, I personally think it's Erica Jane. I think that's right up his alley. Um, anyway, Chriselle's dating Keo from Dancing, which I'm like, cute, but that's a publicity move. But fine. I don't even care. And I don't even know if they're dating, and I don't even care. But they're kind of cute together, and I've always liked that Keo, and I feel like he gets really difficult partners. Um, so he's obviously not a great coach. Also, that's what I want to say. I also have the note in my in my notes that says Molgoth, and I don't know what that reference is. <laughs> so we're gonna move right along. Losing my mind. Anyway, while we're on the while we're on the vacation, okay. So that's what happened while I was gone. Okay, yeah. By Val, I don't know what you want me to say about it. It's all pretty expected, other than the Chriselle and Keo thing. But you know, interracial is very popular. Not against it. Love it. Okay, they're very cute together. If he makes her happy, they're so they're so desperate for news right now. They're saying. Oh, Chriselle was a little nervous about their age difference. He's 31 and she's 30, like, 7 or something. I'm like, guys, don't even talk to me until this is a Woody Allen situation. Like, I don't even, I'm not even interested. And by the way, I don't know who Woody Allen did that with because I'm not, although my assistants think I'm ancient, I'm not that old where I know about Woody Allen, okay? All I know is that he's known for being, like, basically a pedophile. Okay, moving on. So when we left... (laughs) The night before we left to take the to take to go to St. Michael's, I was you know I was excited about it, but I never I've never left my dog before, and by my dog I mean my son. And I you know my parents came to get him, which was so nice, and they were gonna watch him for three days, and I um, hysterically started uncontrollably sobbing when they took him in the car. And I don't know what that is. And it wasn't my period. Um, It appears that I have associated him with my vagina. Because it would seem that I really do view him as my son. And I call my mom sobbing. And she's like, oh, honey, it's fine. I'm like, why am I? I don't even know why I'm so upset. She's like, it's just new mommy stuff. I'm like, even for a dog? She's like, yes, you were this way about your cat. I'm like, so, oh, I see. So I'm just crazy. That's good to know. Okay. Moving right along. Um, then we get to the St. Michael's, and I, you know, I packed, like, a cute nightgown. I don't normally sleep in nightgowns. Maybe my dad shouldn't listen to this episode. Uh, there's nothing too risque, but, Father, just turn it off. Okay. So I, I, I pack a cute night nightgown, and <laughs> the first night I was wearing, like, a really pretty... Um, like a silky uh what's the color like a salmon color which looks great on me when I'm even when I'm pale which I am but best believe I'm a goddamn albino right now and so Wes was like oh you look so nice and whatever then the next night I wore a white thing different design and he's like you look like you're about to lay in a casket and I said pardon me He's like, you look like a dead grandmother in that slip. <laughs> oh, my God. I couldn't even be offended. Could not even be offended. It was so freaking hysterical. When he, like, hates things, it's so funny. Like, it literally gives me life. Also, I told him that I ordered him a turtleneck for Christmas Eve, and he's like, no, that's not my vibe. He said that. Actually, he didn't, but I wanted, I wanted him to. And anyway, he was basically saying to me, 
it's not my vibe and I just love what a monster I've created and in some ways I'm like it almost excites me that he knows his own personal taste I'm like well that was like my vibe for you and he's like no it's not my vibe no no because I wanted a turtleneck under a suit a la what's that guy's name Brandon on the bachelorette I'm like that fucker like only wears turtlenecks so I think you should look into it I think his name's Brandon, not Brandon, but um, I'm like, you realize that my styling services are free for you, and that's basically like a multi-thousand dollar discount that you get every day of your life. So, who go and check me, boo? You know what I'm saying? Um, Speaking of The Bachelor, you know who I came across on the old Instagram the other day? Blake from The Bachelor, and he's the one that porked all the girls at Stagecoach. And if I've talked about this before... Blame it on the parasite. I don't know what to tell you. The parasite's stealing my memory. Um, But Blake from The Bachelor uh, is a weenie kebab. And you know what? He's one of those guys the assistants would love. Now, he doesn't have the curly locks and he doesn't have the definitive features, but he is a weenie. And um, I just forgot that he was still alive. And I truly pray that... When we go through Bachelor in Paradise, if that show still exists, thank you, COVID, um, that he's not there. Okay, anyway, going back to the turtleneck. Wes and I seem to have a hard time agreeing on some things these days. But we are, you can definitely tell that we're not in that newlywed stage anymore because we are definitely learning how to communicate (laughs) a little bit better about things that are incredibly triggering, like the holidays and um, like, you know, when I want to make an extravagant purchase. And when we were in St. Michael's, I came across this chair that was actually my soul identified as a chair. And it's one of those chairs with the lucite acrylic um, arms, and then the whole body of it is fur. And I said, honey, and by the way, I walk, oh, did I tell you guys this already? Wait a minute. I feel like I did. Okay. I'm going to abort this story. I feel like I told you this already. Um, That being said, you know, it's just tough. And on the trip, we talk also about buying a house. Like, Like our house, I don't want, you know, our house is appreciated. And that's because we're both very smart. And we bought a house that was inexpensive for the location at the time. And now it has gone up quite a bit. And also the mortgage rates are lower. So we're thinking about refinancing and you know, it's just uh, good people getting good things. That's what I'm going to say about it. That's what I'm going to say. I'm not going to be ashamed of it. That's what it is. And it's a triggering conversation because, uh, well, we moved a little over a year ago. Maybe not even. Yes, we moved in October of last year. Uh, we got a dog this year. And that's, for me, that's like glacial pace. And for Wes, that is rapid pace. And, you know, I'm told that at some point in our marriage, we're going to find a happy medium in terms of being at the same pace or similar, like I'll slow down and he'll catch up just a little bit. And, and I don't even like catch up. He'll, he'll, um, go a little fast. I don't know. Okay, whatever. You get it. Um, so he said to me, he's like, you know, you find our house is finally a home and like, I just want to enjoy the home. And I thought, oh, well, that just, you know, that warms my heart, but I still, uh, I don't know what the fuck we're doing here. So I think that maybe, let's give it six months. We agreed on a year, but I'm like, I love our house too. I don't want to move. But if something financially makes sense, you got to, you got to jump on that. Oh my God, I sound like Shambador. Awful. Awful. And speaking of the house, see housewives, Bronwyn is abusive um, to her husband. And the last episode, you guys, I literally, she was making my skin crawl like she was Mary on Salt Lake City. I mean, it hurt my face hearing her talk about hitting Sean. She's such a raging narcissist. And I get that alcoholic, wherever there's an alcoholic, there's a codependent. And Sean's obviously the codependent. But it is just so sad. It's like he's been so abused by her. And now he's just being so degraded on national television. It's just it's just nasty. And then the daughter has like major anxiety issues. And you see Bronwyn 
spiraling and spiraling about her own shit when the daughter's like literally crying about her own anxiety. I can't even imagine. And you know, this is why I say Greta is a great mother. I'm very lucky. And Jeff is a great father. Also very lucky. I know he's not listening. Um, okay, whatever. What am I saying? Okay, so you know, if if you're a male, if you're a straight male listening in, and you're a significant other who I'm going to assume for this conversation, not that I assume all men date women, whatever. You know, can I just say real quick that being politically correct is truly exhausting. Like my brain just has to do like 45 hula hoop jumps, like roundabout, you know, uh, like roller coaster jumps to make sure I'm not saying anything the wrong way. And I'm not, I'm really trying. So I really hope I never offend anyone, but also I can be annoyed about it. Okay. It's supposed to be funny. Everyone relax. Okay. So anyway, um, if you're one of the men that are receiving a book of photos from your significant other and they happen to be in lingerie, I just want to know what is the appeal to women for taking these photos. I find it perplexing. And, you know, I know someone who takes the photos. I know people who have done the photos. I'm not judging it, sort of. I'm, well, I am. You know what? I am. I'm sorry. I am. I have an opinion. I have an opinion. Here's my opinion. Ready? It's that it's weird. You know, it's a little weird. If you're having a normal, okay, normal's not the right word. Hmm. If you're having a healthy, in my opinion, what's healthy to me, how I relate to healthy, I don't know that you need to be giving your man a book of photos. And it seems the more perplexing thing is that it either seems like a brawn one would do it or like the opposite of a brawn one would do it. And I mean that in terms of aesthetics. So do the math. And let that sink in because it's just a really interesting, interesting, interesting thing. And I think everyone should feel great about their body. I don't know. Feel great about your body all you want. I don't know that we need to see. Well, I don't, I just, I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, I feel like I look decent. I don't want to take photos of my laundry. So I just can't understand it. That's the truth. That's the truth. And I, I, the end. That's it. I hope people aren't continuing this gift. You know, I want small businesses to stay in business. So if you're working in a boudoir studio, you know, hats off to you. That's a real skill set. However, um, it's not for me. It's not for me. Um, so we get emoji back from my parents. He's acting like a schizophrenic. He doesn't know who we are. He doesn't love us anymore. He goes downstairs and shuts himself in the bedroom on our bed, by the way. Not his bed, our bed. And he's a shedder, so, you know. God bless my Made in America team. Uh, basically, it's just in a deep depression. I don't know if he misses my parents. I don't know if he hates us. I don't know if he's having an identity crisis. I mean, aren't we all? I don't know what's going on with him. So I'm like, come on, buddy. You know, I take him to the dog park and you know what he does? He has his first orgy. And I don't know about you, but that's not something I take lightly for my son to experience. I, you know, would have liked to have at least given him like a corsage for the occasion. Um, but no, he didn't. It, there wasn't any, you know, actual penetrating. It, sorry. I have to talk about it, you know, this is, we're sex positive over here at Two Lamb to give a damn. And so there was no penetration, but it was about a bit of a gangbang. And everyone was on top of everyone, and I'm not proud of it, but, well, maybe I am. I mean, you know, he's living his truth, and good for him. And um, I think that was really the major giant finger, giant middle finger that he was sending my way, and to be honest, message received. I think what he's taught me there is don't go out of town again, you dumb ding dong. And also, you know, another thing apparently that happened when he was staying with my parents was a picture frame fell down. And he got apparently just terrified. My dad's like, oh, I dropped this picture and he was so scared. And well, mm, I got to tell you, he's come home and it's almost like he's been abused. And I know, don't even start with your conspiracy theories. By the way, that is a legitimate term. Not a term for a crazy person. I know that he, they would never do anything like that. Obviously. I don't even know why I'm saying this. I just, for those of you who don't know me, 
They would never, ever, 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 ever hurt the dog. They're obsessed with him. They gave him prime rib at every meal, and that's why he wasn't eating his dog food when he came home, okay? So they're like beyond proud grandparents. He's the subject of their Christmas card. So it would never be anything weird like that, but he's just acting so skittish. It's like it's like he's been to Auschwitz and he's come back, or Vietnam, and he's come back from the war. Oh, is that reference to old for you girls? Jeez Louise. I wonder when I'll get over that. It, it seems like the fifth of never. Okay, so anyway, then we're leaving the dog park, and I notice this woman, and holy shit. I'm like, are you going camping in this dog park? Because you have a backpack that is filled, positively filled with, um, uh, yeah, crap, it seems. And my dog will not leave her alone. And the reason why? Because she's got all of those, what are those things? They're like a clip that can hang from your belt. Let me look it up. Hold on. Belt clip holster. (laughs) That's what came up. Embarrassing. Uh, nope. And that's that's showing me a dad, like, um, phone holder. This is like what people use for camping. Camping clip. <laughs> you guys. What are they called? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is called, I don't know, it just says tactical gear. A carabiner? Spring? <laughs> Snap clip. Carabiner? Yeah, carabiner? REI, whatever. They're available at REI. It's like that clip that you can use. It's like a link. Okay, I'm not going to embarrass myself any further on this subject. So she's got a billion carabiners bojangling off her backpack. (laughs) I'm like, woman, are you starting a musical group? You're making a shitload of sounds. Um, Anyway, the dogs won't leave her alone. And she's on the phone. I'm like, how is the person on the phone even hearing you speak your Russian? Because... None of the dogs are leaving you alone. You got so many, you know, who's it's and what's it's galore just flinging, flinging around your sides. And she seems annoyed with the dogs coming up to her. I'm like, you basically have dog toys hanging off your carabiner. And that is why is it, import- it is important to invest in proper styling services so that you do not turn into a woman um, who looks like a human chew toy and can be mistaken for a dog toy and um, wears, you know, upwards of six carabiners. And um, I'm going to get off my soapbox, but I just want to make it, I want to make you really present to the fact that you still need personal styling, okay? Yes, there's a lot going on, but when there is something going on, you know, reach out. A little virtual session, a couple hundred bucks for the thrill of it all. Don't wear a carabiner. We're better than that, okay? At least let's show Europe we're good for something. Okay, guys, I love you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being patient with me being out. I'm going to try not to do that over the holidays. I'm hoping that I recover swimmingly, don't get the COVID, and that everything's well. I hope you guys are well. Love you so much. Um, Share to your story. Like, rate, review. You know the drill. I'm not going to drain you with that today because I seem to just keep talking endlessly. Okay. Happy holidays.